What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Waste Management Phoenix Open betting preview. I'm pumped. What a week in sports we've got with the uh, the waste management from TPC Scottsdale, the Super Bowl going on, Live Vegas going on. DB here. I'm about to get on an airplane as soon as the show is over to fly to meet my dearest Patrick, who joins us from a hotel in Arizona. How we doing, Pat? You look lovely. You you sound good. You look you look a little. Uh, I mean, t- I see a little hangover in those eyes, but you know. Yeah. Well, you know, for the most part, I've been pretty good. Um, but you know. We went into this place last night, and they had cocktails that were flaming up with fire and everything. What are you gonna do? You got to get one. Oh, dude, I'm a sucker for a cocktail antic. Like you got smoke, or it come out of a bird yeah. cage, or uh, you know, maybe somebody. I don't know. Open. I, I'm a sucker for that. If there's a if there's something like that, I will pay for it. Oh yeah, there was fire everywhere. I mean, as soon as you walk, they had a they had a lady doing fire breathing or whatever, fire eating. I mean, it was crazy. Dang, um, that's Scottsdale. But I thought I'd walked into a live event. I was like, "Wait, wait a second, <laughs> <laughs> what just happened?" It's uh, like it's dinner, but louder. Yeah, it is. But it was it was fantastic. You know, my feet are about to fall off, DB, because um, I've been doing a lot of hiking in Sedona, which is a beautiful area. Oh my god, Arizona. um, goes hiking. Just how, how do we not have video of that? How do we not have some content of that on? Instagram? Oh, believe me, there's there's some stuff. I haven't had time to really put it all out there, but there there are some things. Um, let me tell you, your boy can do some dangerous stuff. I mean, I was on the side of a cliff yesterday. You know, yeah, like I mean. Death was right, you know, right there, right there, right to the right of me. Yeah. You know, but I also saw girls trying to get um, pictures Mm -hmm. and one I thought was literally about to die to save her phone. I mean, the phone almost fell off of a cliff. Oh, my gosh. I don't understand what these people do for 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 shots. They need to they need they need a gram shot. Would you do that? You saw you like you saw influencers in the wild. Yeah, I mean, you like you like social media. Would you do that? Would you do a death defying no act? You know what this reminds me of? And we just came out. We just came out of Pebble Beach. Remember when Jordan hit that shot on at Pebble right at the yeah. edge of the cliff, yeah. and it was like I mean, it was literally three feet away from it, or maybe more. And everybody just thought, oh my, he's the bravest. He's you know Jason Bourne, James Bond, whatever you want to call it. All the announcers were just losing their shit. Yeah, I do remember that, but it really didn't look all that that bad yeah. i don't know it was kind of but i mean I, i'll be honest when you're standing at the edge of a cliff like that it's a little it's it's scary it's, it's humbling you know you're like you know i i could i could just you know this is it right here yeah. some well, misstep happens but yeah we're glad you didn't uh glad you didn't drop your phone fall off the uh fall off the world there in arizona but i can't wait to come hang out with you this week we will be at the waste management talked about it last week doing the media thing tuesday and wednesday and thursday doing some work with the pga tour and golf bet if you're out there say what's up we still have, I think, one spot available uh, to play golf on Friday morning with me and Pat and a few listeners, our boy Money Mark, DT, playing with us. Uh, that's going to be at Dobson Ranch on Friday morning. Looking forward to that. Dude, we had a huge week in the Discord, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you realize this. Round one, we crushed the props market. We, we caught, you know, actually, at the end of the show, we're going to have our boy Kenny McAndrus on, founder of the Moonshot and the Mooney Gang. We love Kenny. He's gonna. We're gonna talk about some Super Bowl bets, some fun prop bets that we all like. Kenny's obviously gonna have some bombs for the waste management. That's what he does. But Kenny and I kind of stumbled on this Fanduel miscalculation on 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 uh, Thursday morning, and we all hammered it. We crushed that. Crushed the prize picks and underdog stuff. 
Uh, our boy Model Maniac Byron crushed his placement bets for the week, and the showdown content has been fire. Shout out to, to Byron, to Spaz, to DT, anybody else involved with those. Our boy Hess took down a showdown contest. I think it was round one. We, we crushed round one. Shout out to Hess. Um, Vince Money Mark, the, the writer and author of the uh, Juicin, uh, Let's Go Juicin article on tourjunkies.com and the Sunday Savior Ass Parlay, hit uh, $10,000 showdown win yesterday, I believe, or, th- or round three, I, I think it was. Um, and, dude, did you see? Did you see the heist that was pulled off in our Discord by one certain user, City of Champs? Did you mm-hmm. see it? I, I did not. Now, is it related to the the Saturday night lead that uh, Wyndham Clark had? Yes. Okay. I can't remember the book. If somebody's in the chat, tell me the book. But City of Champs put it up there in the Discord and was like, this this thing is still, this book is still hanging this. And, you know... I'm going to pound it. And he, apparently the story, he was in a casino, but he said, oh, it was Bet Rivers. Okay, thanks, Mike. Uh, he was in a casino and was pulling out, going to every different ATM he could, getting max max cash out. He borrowed $1,000 from his buddy uh, in the casino and just absolutely went all in and hammered this book for the Wyndham Clark hit. And they paid it. They paid it? They paid it. And so everybody in the Discord is like, get that money out like right now. I, I don't know of an update on City of Champs, but, you know, we always tell you to bend over your bookie. Gosh, dang it. Way to go. You know, way to go, City of Champs. I love that. You Absolutely. know, heist. It's not like that was a secret, though, because it was kind of all over Twitter. Yep. And I saw a lot of people that were doing that. I walked down this morning, DB, in the lobby. I walk in, and now there's a lot of media people here. Now, we didn't. I didn't do that on purpose. But there's two. They were like runners for NBC. And they asked me, they're like, hey, what do you do? And I was like, I, you know, tour junkies. They're like, oh, of course we've heard of you. They, they hadn't heard of us. But they were like, but I told them what we did. And they're like, oh, we hammered Wyndham Clark at plus 200 or whatever it was. I was like, did they pay out? And they're like, I don't know. I was like, I bet they did. How do you not? Like, you need to check that ASAP. You to go check it out. That. But obviously it was all over the place of just two random dudes that I see in the lobby this morning. We're talking about that. Also, uh, so if you're not in the Discord, you got to join. Like, join the community. We're all helping each other out. It's fantastic. Our boy Byron Model Maniac has added so much good value to the Discord. Um, I- I'm just telling you, like, if you if, if if the membership to the Discord doesn't pay for itself in the year, I, I don't know what you're doing. Like, you're, then you're just subscribing and then you're not paying any attention because every week there's so much good, valuable content coming out of there. And we're not going to skip a beat this week. Uh, I've already loaded a ton of stuff for waste management into the research thread, the caddy info thread. The quotes thread. Our boy Spaz is going to hold it down while we're doing the media thing. We're obviously going to get a lot of boots on the ground, intel and information that we will be sharing in the Wednesday night chat this week that should be lit. We talked about that last week. So join the Discord. Check it out. Um, Also, you know, I I hit the Joaquin Neiman live outright bet despite so many things against us. The two-stroke penalty, Joaquin and his caddy forgetting how they how you actually just drop a ball, which you should have learned at 11 years old doing AJGA stuff. I don't know. Rory apparently did that too. So. Rory, the same thing. Uh, darkness was against us. Sergio was against us. Everything was against us. So took down the Joaquin Neiman outright for a good uh, little 40-unit hit on Sobet. That was fun too. Anyway, it was a great week, good times. Let's, uh, let's move on. Let's talk about the season-long update. We talked about this. I said in one of these signature events with a huge prize pool and payouts, 
the swing changes can be quite real. I've had a yes. very comfortable, I've had a very comfortable lead on you in the season long until now. Um, Let me tell you something before you start. Okay. I have never, well, I have been more interested to see what you're going to say. I, I am very interested all the time in what you're going to say. I was looking around trying to figure out what the pay, what the payouts are, and I couldn't find it anywhere because I was like, I think I may I've picked up some some uh, some ground. Yeah, but I do not know how much ground I've picked up yet. Yeah. So I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. I don't know what it is either. I'm counting on uh, producer Tony to update us with <laughs> that. But I, I didn't want to look. I mean, a signature event, the top, the 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 payout is like three million to the winner. Ludwig is who I had, who had no damn business doing what he did at Pebble Beach. Ludwig finished second, I think, on his own, right? Wasn't he mm -hmm. solo second? Solo second. Brutal. Um, and you had, I think, Fitzpatrick, who looked great after the first couple yeah. of rounds and ended up finishing T58. So That three over on Saturday was fantastic for me. All right, Producer Tony, hit us with uh, hit, hit me with the damage here. Goo! Okay, all right. Oh, 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 oh. I, am at, I really picked up some ground. I am at now 2.6 million. Pat is at one, almost 1.7 million for the season. Wow. Oh. Uh, Tony, what was the net gain there? I mean, that's a lot. I mean, like a $2 million net gain on my part? Yeah, there was a big swing there. I'll have to take off the, uh, the Excel spreadsheet that we've got working here. But DB... Ludwig made you $2.1 million this week. Pat Fitzy got you 38K. So a big, big swing. That is there. huge. God, that's so. Oh, that's like Greg Norman cock huge right there. That's a huge. <laughs> Pat, this week, I believe you were up by 1.3, 1.4 million. And now that's just completely swung. Well, that's. You know, we've been saying this all along. These these signature events really can change things, and they did. They changed yeah. it. And um, look, yeah. I mean, I right. will say, you know, the the bet that we've come up with is is attend a lame concert. And I was sending DB some lame <laughs> concerts this week. Maybe that helped me. I don't know, but I, I would have actually liked to have seen what would have happened if I had attended the concert that I, I sent DB. Anyway, it's over. I mean, let's not act like this is over. There's like, I know, I know. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm excited about what happens with this. Who yeah. wins this? Yeah, you did send me a really hilarious concert coming to Savannah um, later on in the year. But all right, let's let's get to it then. So the season long bet we always start with that here in the betting show. That is our fade player in the top tier range at thirty to one or shorter. I think it's my turn. I'm pretty sure I start first this week, right? Yeah. So who we're fading at the top at thirty to one or shorter? <sighs> Well, uh, I'm actually going to – I feel like this is probably not the smart thing to do because it, it's just totally expected to just bite me in the ass after this guy helped you. But I'm, I'm taking Fitz. I, I, you just got little 30, measly 38000 from Fitz. I would like a measly 38000 for Fitz this week, if you don't mind. The you know, Minwoo Lee has been a decent fade early in this, early in this contest a couple weeks in a row. I'm banking on Fitzy continuing to do the same. His ball striking numbers have dropped. Uh, the putting numbers have not been good his last two events at both the Sony and the Pebble. I realize he's got a decent track record here, in the at least in the last two years at Waste Management, but 
I don't see him coming into the waste management this year in this in similar ball striking or putting form for that matter as he has the last two years when he's played well. He, he go, he's at 30 to one on DraftKings right now. He barely qualifies, but I, I'm gonna go I, I'm gonna go Fitz. So producer Tony says that's the third time Fitz has been picked in this bet this year, which again like makes sense because he's not he's not been he doesn't look like himself right now. Now that could change at any moment for sure. He's a world class player, but. I'm going to keep riding the the poor form Fitzy at 30 to one. I don't mind it. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm with you there on Fitzy. So, um, all right. Well, listen. Now we're both cutting it close here because there's some odds changes between these. Uh, now, if you look at Fanduel, Fitz is 35, but he's 30 to one on DK. But we did this. You know, this is like we said, giving each other a two or three foot putt. But I'm going to stay in the same range with JT Poston, who mm. is right at 30 to one too. Now, JT, I I love mm. JT, and yeah. he's, he has performed. Pat, this is going to come back to haunt you when we're walking with JT on uh, on his pro am day. Well, we need we need up. the I'm sure you will, but we need the we need the content. So whatever. Um, I love. Well, quote this, clip it. I'm saying I love JT, but I just don't know if I like him that much this week. And he's played okay here in the past. Nothing great. I mean, he had a t11 back in 21. He was top 25 and 22. Missed a cut last year. I I think out of the guys that are up near the top. I feel the best about he's not going to bite me and get like a, you know, fifth place finish, fourth place finish somewhere in there. I, I don't see him up there. He has feasted on these greens at Scottsdale. I think these just absolutely pure greens reward, uh, you know, a pure, a pure putting stroke like JT. Uh, if the, if the, if the ball striking shows up at all for him, uh, he, he could run away with this thing. I mean, in, in this field, he's been that good. And the putter is that, is that solid, but I, I see what you're saying about his record here. Um, Okay, all right. I I feel good about this. I actually I think we're I think we're good here. Um, all right. Let's talk about outrights shorter than thirty to one that we actually like. Pat, who are who are uh, who's a name or two that you like up here at the top? Well, I'll start up at the top with uh, Justin Thomas at twelve to one. I, I love. What Notice that you've caught, you're you're now referring to J, JT Poston as JT and Justin Thomas as Justin Thomas. Well, I had to uh, differentiate there a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, can't can I call him Justin Thomas? Am I? Am I no, not, you can. Not? You totally can. I, I just, you know, I'm just pointing that out. Okay. Well, I do like JT. Ah, wait a second, Justin Thomas. There you go. This week, um, look, he's been playing well, man. You know, he had the T third at the MX. He had T six last week at Pebble Beach. I really think he could have come on and won that golf tournament had it not been cut short. So I really like Justin Thomas, and he's been fantastic here. I mean, the last five years he's played yeah. here top 15s every year fourth back last year third in 2019 t3 in 2020 so the guy obviously loves this place he plays well here 12 to 1 i think there's just a few things about his game that need to start clicking and and we're going to see a victory out of justin thomas so up top i think i like justin thomas the best um i tell you db i am not ever like i don't get a whole lot of sam burns vibes a lot but I'm having them this week. I'm having a tingling for Sam Burns. There's a burning, there's a burning feeling. There's a burning feeling for Sam. And I think I'm gonna I'm gonna bet him there at 22 to one. Unless you can get him a little bit longer. Um, I do like Sam Burns also up here near the top. If I'm not leaving this building until there is a finger yeah. up my ass. <laughs> there's the drop. Um Listen, I, I'll have some thoughts on these guys. JT is fourteen to one on FanDuel. Burns is twenty-five to one on FanDuel. FanDuel offering a little longer numbers at the at the moment, um, but 
you know, I, I did the course breakdown, the course preview show. You can check that out if you haven't already looked at that. Talked a lot about TPC Scottsdale, what we've heard from our caddy friends in the past, what the data on Bet the Number says about TPC Scottsdale. But one thing that I think, um, you know, gets talked about every year at this event is obviously guys that embrace this atmosphere, this atmosphere and guys that don't. And Justin Thomas is clearly a guy who really embraces the atmosphere at, at Waste Management. That's why he comes back every single year. And I could totally see this, the, 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 he's he's already kind of busted out of the slump, right? Like he's already done that. But the the win coming out of that, um, I could absolutely see happening here. And, and at 14 to one, I think it's well worth the ride. And the only other player I have listed in here too is Sam Burns. And I think what's happening is, Pat, the reason Burns is tickling your balls is because his irons look better right now, right? Yeah, they do. He's been he's always been kind of a little erratic with the irons. He's, he's covered up a lot of stuff with the, the putter and – Similar to a guy we're going to talk about in a longer range here in a little bit that I've I've been very high on, the the irons appear to be in solid form right now, and and given his ability to close the door and win as an outright, you know, bet, I I couldn't agree more. Those are the two names I have. So total consensus here, love it. Um, I just got to acknowledge my my friends in the chat who are very happy with me. Our boy Darren, uh, Joe, I think I saw in here happy with the Joaquin Neiman hit at fourteen to one. I just got it, which was on SoBet. And I would remind you people to check out SoBet if you've not already. We drop exclusive bets on there uh, every single week. There are so many talented handicappers in every sport, but especially this week with the Super Bowl prop bets, all that stuff. They're dumping out a ton of content there in SoBet. And you can click the link in the description of the video or podcast and use code TJTRIAL to get your first month free. And then you can cancel at any time. There's no, no big deal. But there are over 5,000 people on SoBet, cash and tickets. Uh, it's a great community, another great betting community available on SoBet. You can sign up for notifications. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. So we appreciate SoBet for supporting us. And listen, if you support the tour junkies, then you we ask you to support our partners and at least give them a shot, right? You don't have to commit to it long-term if it's not for you, but at least give them a shot. We vet these partners. They vet us. We make sure they, that we feel like they're a good fit for our audience. And, you know, SoBet's been, was behind us all year last year. They're behind us all year this year, and that's important for us. So uh, give, them a, give them a try. Even if you're not in a legal, legal betting state, plenty of the content on SoBet helps you for prop stuff and other fantasy stuff and whatever you can get your hands on. So that'll help you. So check it out. All right. Odds up to 75 to one. Can I ask you a question, Pat? Yeah. Absolutely. I do want to ask about this one guy and he's, I've seen him kind of tink like back and forth between the, 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 the previous range we were just in and this range, but like he's around 30 to 35 to one, maybe 40 to one um, in some places. Like, Min Wu, like, are we, are we, why are, are we still thinking Min Wu is like 30 to one, 35 to one worth, worth a, uh, an outright look? And I could see everyone's just, you know, everybody's loins lit on fire for Min Wu at the waste management because it's, you know, let him cook and kind of seems like a Min Wu place, which, which it probably is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I bet he's going to love it and I'm sure the crowd's going to love him. I expect to see him in a chef hat on 16 on Tuesday or Wednesday in his practice round. It feels like a good fit, too, though. It does. I mean, I think. hit it long off the tee, putt the hell out of it for sure. I just, it just doesn't seem like the the numbers and I, are, are correct. Like he should be longer, but maybe it's a case of he's a popular bet and the books just 
know it so they can shorten them up a little bit. I agree. I think they're they're making a little cash off of Minwoo. Um, so I think that he's, you know, certainly um I think this could be a good week for him, but I'm I'm kind of staying away. As a matter of fact, if if you know he had been in that 30 to 1 range and under and I could have used him potentially as the fade, yeah. I would have done so. But uh he was a little bit too high. All right. Um in this range, I'll tell you what. I mean, a lot of people are going to talk about Ben on. This I mean Phoenix is a great spot for Ben on. We're going to see Ben on as well. Uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday, we've been talking to him a little bit. Going to do some content with him. By the way, if you have any good content suggestions or you got questions you want us to ask some of our friends, we're going to see this week players, caddies. Uh, I think Pat's been talking to Kiz, who's on the call for NBC this week. Going to talk to him. If you got anything you want us to, to throw out there, please feel free. Drop a comment in the YouTube uh, video right now. By the way, hit the like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. But drop some comments. That'll be a good time. Ben on is is to me. I mean, I, I I want a piece. I mean, it feels like he's close. He's been close, and it's a good spot for him. So I think it makes a lot of sense. Forty five to one on FanDuel for him, and then one of my um, I, I'm gonna just go ahead and give you everybody I like here. I got two more. You know, first timers don't all. You know, they don't they don't usually win at a place their first time around. But Kyle Stanley did it, which I'm not sure how, other than just I mean, obviously he was a really good ball striker, but. Brooks Kefka did it here. Brooks has, you know, come to find out a world-class player. But I think Akshay at 65 to 1 mm. is interesting here. Speaking of a guy who will definitely embrace the vibe here, uh, hits it plenty, plenty far, good long iron, good mid-iron player, and has shown some really solid form here. I, I think Akshay is uh is an interesting bet at 65 to 1. So I like him. And then, of course, I alluded to it earlier, similar to Sam Burns. I've been on that Bo Hostler train for quite some time now. I'm not hopping off. He continued to have a good week at Pebble Beach. 75 to 1 for Bo. The, the irons are still there. Like he's, he's, I think he's evolved as a player, and the, the, this long term iron improvement is starting to pan out in front of us. And I think if he can have a week where he puts it all together, he's a serious contender at 75 to 1. So those are my three favorites here. Okay. Well, I like Ben on. I'm with you there. Um, also with you on Akshay. I thought maybe I might sneak him in on you. Ooh, glad uh, I went first. Yeah. So I definitely some agreement there. Um, I like Sahith. Yeah. You know, obviously, we've seen Sahith play well here in the past with that T3 back in 2022. Um, you know, it's kind of been a little bit all over the place this year. He had the second at the Century, um, missed cut at the Sony, you know, made the cut at the Farmers and then that T20 last week. Um, and when you look at like his approach play, it's been it, it's also been a little all, all over the place. Great at the Century, was about even at the Sony, then not very good at the Farmers, um, and then he gained on approach last week at Pebble Beach. But I do like Sahith. Um, you can probably get him around 40, 45 to one. Um, also, DB, I think I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Hideki again. And, and I don't Gosh. know, I, I, maybe it's just like the number up here at. 50 to one in that range. Oh, it's, it's you being a course history Stan. Well, that too, but you know, he hasn't been, at least if you look at the last three years, it's not, I mean, well, he did have a top 10 in 2022, but I do like Hideki this week. Um, and then DB now, is this at the top of the range? Where, where are we going to again? 75. Yes. All right. Well, can I interest you? I never get this guy right. Can I interest you in some Thomas Dietrich? Yes. One. I mean, yes. look at how this guy is playing lately. I mean, the T20 at the yep. Farmers was a little bit there. T4 last week, long off the tee, good putter. 
You know, I think that um, if, if he can just get that approach play going. Now, let me look at last week at, at Pebble. Yeah, he gained no approach at Pebble, gained at Farmers. There's a little bit of a, tr a trend here, a positive one with Thomas Dietrich at 75 to 1. I like that too. I agree. I actually had him in the next range because FanDuel has him at 80 to 1. That's why I didn't bring him up. But I mean, I, I, I'm in total agreement with you on Detry. I, I think he's he's for sure in play. By the um, way, can I just can I throw out this? Mm -hmm. This is just something I'm noticing. And I was going to put it in the chat, but I'm just going to put it out here. Our numbers are off, and I wonder if it's because of the, the I'm in Arizona. Could be, and you're and where you are, like it's it's crazy. We're looking at the exact same sites, and my numbers are different. Could be. Which yeah. is I didn't know it was that it was that different, but anyway. Yeah. Detry checking some boxes on my uh, my early model. I did post a, a screenshot of some names in my early first run model on Bet the Number uh, that I, that I did. So I uh, put that in the Discord. And listen, by the way, speaking of Bet the Number, updates coming this week. Be on the lookout. If everything goes to plan, we are hearing some very nice live statistics and uh, odds coming in to Bet the Number potentially this week, this weekend. Uh, again. It's it's computer people and computer stuff, so could get delayed, but that is something that is on the on the very near horizon of Bet the Number, so we're excited about that. And thank you to everybody who's hopped on board with Bet the Number. Uh, we've had a great uh, great first month there in, in January, and now you can also get a free trial. Oh, look at that, Pat! Now you can get a free trial when you sign up for the monthly or annual subscription. You get to you get the first week free. And then you can make your decisions. We understand that that you know if you if you're on a different platform and you're thinking about switching, you kind of want to see the goods a little bit. You know, you kind of want to get a little piece of maybe a little bottom tit, maybe a side tit. You know, before you embrace the whole thing. Sometimes that works. So, uh, bet the numbers willing to give you a side tit, maybe a bottom if you if you like that too. I'm a big fan of a bot of a little bit of a bottom tit. Honestly. Well, bottom tip. Okay. You know, like if it's a good, it's just a nice. It's nice. Um, clip, clip that, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, he's probably already done it. Anyway, you get the seven the seven day free trial, so you get waste management for free. Check it out. Play around with the custom model. It is the most detailed, most uh, you know, amazing custom model that we've seen. Stats in there that I don't think you're getting anywhere else. The the people behind the scenes at BTN have already loaded a preliminary model for the waste management. You can check out. I do know there will be some changes to that as the week progresses. Um, because the model the model gets changed frequently right up until kind of things get started on Thursday. So check that out. Um, you know, Pat, and that's the thing, like we're going to be talking to so many of our, our player friends and caddy friends and being on site for the next two days that, you know, I, I'm sure we're, some things might change for us, you know, like I, I, in terms of bets, in terms of guys we're high on or not high on, I'm sure we're going to get caught up in some of that while we're there. So we'll be sure to pass that on in the discord, but um, I'll try to update my own bet the number model too, and maybe share some screenshots if I can. Also, you know, major update, Pat, because we're getting to this guy's, you know, we're going to get to the bombs here in a second. But for those of you who've been riding with Tour Junkies for since, you know, the early days, 2015, 2016, 2017, you know that there was a player, there was a player that had Pat's heart from early on. Yes. And it happens. You know, if you think this is new, that like, man, I just can't stop playing this guy or this guy, DFS or betting, whatever. It's not new. You know, it's a tale as old as time. And and there's a player who's making his comeback this week. He's in the field. But not only is he in the field, after a long medical situation that he's recovering from and he's got uh, medical starts left to, to retain his tour card. But not only is he in the field, 
He is the very first person on the media schedule, interview schedule, tomorrow. And his name is Bud Cowley. And Pat is excited. Bud Cowley. Dude, I cannot you, wait to, about that? I can't wait to see him, to talk to him. Now, I've never met him in person, but I feel like maybe we can make that happen tomorrow. Um, we you know, they it. don't do this in the media center when you ask questions that you're usually seated. But what if, like, what if the tournament director makes you stand up? Are you going to be able to stand up with your erection if to ask? I don't know. I do like the high school thing when you get like going up to get a bag in front of it. Yeah, or you just kind of lean over. Um, but you know, I kept thinking, and when you sent me uh, that, so why are you holding your laptop in front of your crotch? <laughs> yeah, I kept thinking though, like, you know, I might just like ask, like, be like the substitute teacher in that Key and Peel skit, you know, like ask him to say his name, and then if he says it wrong, no, you say it right. You say it right. You say it right. <laughs> By the way, Hissachuncia uh, is in the Monday qualifier for the waste management. It's 104 golfers for three spots, I think. How can you not let that that kid in on his own? I don't know, but I hope he gets. I'm gonna go talk to somebody tomorrow and just tell him. Look, yeah, needs to be in this event, dude. He's probably play, the, the course is probably right near where you are. You should get out there today and and I might, I might have to get him. Yeah, well. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to having Bud back on tour. And, and you know, props to him, man. He's been through a lot. And so this is pretty cool to see him back out um, playing yeah. again. Producer Tony in the chat's reminded me that Lexi Thompson once showed under tit on Golf Digest and the whole golf world lost her mind. I don't remember that at all. I don't either. I do not remember. Really? No. Nah. It was like five, six years ago. She had like a towel over it and just like, I working yeah. for Sirius XM. It was just call after like, oh, this is just, oh. Uh, just stuffy white guys <laughs> calling in old guys was just it was wait deep. they were upset yeah what? it was like why what? this is golf digest not not in our sport okay whatever what's All wrong right. with these people jeez oh god i need to see jim mcclain you know on the front cover telling me how to get more width in my backswing i ain't trying to see no under tit <laughs> what a ding dong god who would call in and say that <laughs> f that guy i wish we had a show on sirius xm at that time we can yeah. handle that. All right, let's let's keep moving. We got our boy Kenny McAndrews uh, about to hop in here and uh, drop some Super Bowl knowledge on me. All right, um, long range. So we talked about Detry. He, he was on here for me. I love. I like a lot of names here. I like a lot of names here. All right, why don't why don't I go first? Okay, then? you go. Because I don't have as many names. Um, all right, I'm going to start with this guy, BB. Okay. And I'm sorry because I feel like I might steal him from you. I I think it's time. For Kitty, dude, I, me I too. I have it. It is it is Kitty time. When's the last time you or me have have bet? Never. Kitty? I don't know. I think it's probably been never. But look, man, top twenty five here last year. Um, played played well at Pebble. You know, had a good outing at the Sony, which is not a great like not the best course for him. Nor no, is the Sony. It's not. If you look at the BTN model, he is high up there, seventh in my model. Yeah, yeah, and eighth in the BTN model. Um, Look, I mean, scrambling's been great. His approach numbers have been great. The last four outings he's gained on approach. Um, I mean, tee to green, fantastic at Pebble Beach. Um, off the tee, gained strokes in the last three. I think Kitayama is very much in play this week. Now, I'm seeing 90 to 1. You might, you might be seeing 10 on FanDuel. We'll slam it. Absolutely. We send, I think we're, we got to send Kitty. Yeah, we have to. Um, I think you go back to EVR. DB, another guy that's showing up yeah. well on the BTN model. He's 
I'm I'm seeing a hundred to one. You you tell me that he's probably a little bit longer than that. But on Fanduel, yeah. top twenty five is his last two events. He's made the you know he's just been he's been fantastic. You look at off the tee in this field, he's fifteenth in the field. Top ten in approach, uh, top fifteen in putting, um, or sorry, approach. When you look at one hundred and seventy five to two forty in the VTN model, so I really like EVR a lot. And then I'm going to go back to Hubs. I really wish that Hubs could have finished out the Pebble Beach tournament. I had him at two hundred to one on the card. Yeah, I think this is just a guy that um, I, I just love how he plays. Um, we're going to get to talk to him tomorrow or Wednesday. Um, so we'll get to see, um, you know, here we might get some inside info on hubs, but he has shortened up a good amount since um, since last week where he was 200 to one. What are you seeing him at, DB? He's uh, 120. 120. So I do like hubs. Um, I think that's probably about it um, for me um, in, in oh. this in this long shot range. Kitty was a was a lock for me. I was kind of eyeballing EVR as well, which he's another one we've already confirmed we're going to get to talk to a little bit and hang out with uh, this week. I would add two more. Uh, the Scottsdale resident and rookie, Kevin Yu, who continues to play quite well. The T58 at Pebble Beach, you might be like, oh, that's not great, but he, he's one of the longer hitters in the field. Pebble's going to restrict him a little bit. You can notice he didn't he didn't gain as many strokes off the tee as he normally does, but his ball striking was still fantastic. He gained almost five strokes on approach, but lost over six putting. Just absolutely horrific putting scene for Kevin Yu. But it's it's it was wet Pebble Poa. Like, I don't care. T6 at the Farmers, T3 at the Amex. This place is going to let him rip driver. He checks a lot of boxes. In my model that I ran on, I uh, bet the number he is third in the model. Now, my model leans heavily, to, more heavily towards recent form, but he's third in the model. And I think Kevin Yu, as a Scottsdale resident, is an interesting play at 120 to 1 on FanDuel as well. The last one I'll give you is a guy that I kind of started to come around on, and he hasn't played great the last couple of weeks. The, the farmer's miscut really perplexes me, but he missed it close, like I think on the number. And he really didn't lose a lot of strokes anywhere. He was just kind of stuck in neutral. But Keith Mitchell yeah. loves this, this venue. We'll probably see Keith. I think he's probably playing with JT. Like, I'm going to talk to him about this place because I, I don't – I just feel like this, this has the makings of a Keith Mitchell spot. You know, I know he embraces the vibe. Uh, he's just got to get some stuff clicking. So, I, I – I like Mitchell. He's 100 to 1 on FanDuel. I, I love this batch of like yeah. Kitty, Mitchell, U, EVR, Detri at 80. I like this range a lot. I think you're getting some value there if you can get that number too on Mitchell. Yeah. So, well, I don't really have a lot in the bombs, like over 125 to 1. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you have in this range? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been awful this year, but, and I know this is this is the course history stand in me, but Vegas, you were on Vegas last week. And I was. Maybe yeah. this is the time. Maybe you go to Vegas this week and get on, on Johnny Vegas here. He does play well. Love seems to like this place. He skipped three years, but had a top ten in twenty nineteen, T twenty three last year. Um, definitely checks the box off the tee. Um, so I think Vegas could be interesting. Um, you know, Sam Ryder has played here a lot. Top 25s in the last couple of years probably could get him around. I'm seeing him 180 to one, so maybe a little bit longer. But he is, um, he checks a few boxes too when you look at approach, top 20 in the field, very good putter. We know that about Sam Ryder. So I, I could say that he's a, there's a chance there. But think about Sam is like, to me, it would be more of a top 20 type play because I just, I just yeah. don't think he's, he's winning. Well, Especially I, if his mom is there. 
Yeah, yeah. Hopefully she's not. Um, I feel the same way. I feel the same way about almost everybody in this range. Like the one, the one guy I have that was a total bomb is 170 to one, and it and it could just be re- total recency bias. Corn Ferry Tour grad, PJ Tour rookie, uh, Jake Knapp. Um, oh, what a beautiful swing that guy! Absolutely stripes it, and his swing is, oh, I mean, it is. It like, makes me like it's sex. It really is. He has a hunt. He averaged so far. He's averaged 186 mile an hour ball speed off the tee. I mean, just unbelievable. And it looks like he's swinging as fast as me. Yeah, that's <laughs> like what it looks like. I went back and looked at his Corn Ferry Tour stats. Uh, the the iron play is usually what kind of holds him back. Um, and but but his touch around the greens is actually pretty good, even on the Corn, you know, corn Ferry Tour, you know, season long sample. He's pretty good around the greens. Putter's not bad. But, I mean, he had a spike week at the Farmers, gained 3.7 strokes on approach. And this place is a little, you know, it's not totally Torrey Pines-esque, but it's going to test you through the middle and the back end of the bag. That's going to be an advantage for Jake Knapp. Um, so, you know, coming off the T3 at the Farmers, 170-1, to 1, again, probably better as a, as a placement bet, which we'll get into here in just a second. Then our boy Kenny McCandris is going to come on. I'm going to uh, let him know he can come on in. So before we get to our top 26-pack, of locks and bombs. I want to thank our friends at Swanee's. Check it out. The gear at Swanee's is hot right now. They're dropping new lines for the spring and the summer season. Um, they got the women's apparel, the juniors apparel, obviously men's apparel for golf. We will be rocking some Swanee's while we're at the Waste Management this week. They're going to be at the Waste Management this week doing some fun content. So if you're going to be there, they've got a tent set up. I think they're in the merch, uh, uh, the merch whatever pop-up place there at, at Waste Management. Uh, but a great company. U.S.-based company ships anywhere in U.S. and Canada. Um, just good people over there. Swanee's making a great product. We're really pumped to be working with them this year. And you can use code TJ25. Like, that's a pretty big discount. Like, most of the partners we talk to are not willing to give 25% off of anything. Swanee's is giving Tour Junkies listeners 25% off your entire order, and you can use it over and over again. So keep dropping it. Keep using it. Uh, this is some fantastic stuff. I'll, I know uh, I'll, I'll probably be getting a lot of wear out of that Van Dyke uh, pullover hoodie that they have this this week in Phoenix as it's Same. cool in the mornings, right? And and cool yeah. in the evening. We'll look like twins. I'll be wearing one, but of course mine's color is a, blue, a bluish color. Of course. Yes, it's blue. Thank God. Um, so yeah, check out Swanee's link in the description, or you can scan the QR code here uh, on YouTube if you want to do some shopping. Great junior stuff too. Really good junior stuff. Yeah. If you got a little junior junkie at home, wants some golf gear. Get them rocking uh, the Swannies. All right, let's hit some top 20s, and then uh, I'm sure our boy Kenny McCandris will be popping in. Who do you like? Who are your locks? Two locks. All right, well, I am going to um, – I'm looking at DK, by the way. I'm going to start with Sam Burns, plus money at plus 110, top 20. I love that. And then I'll go to ben- Benny on at plus 190. What was Burns again? Plus 110. You know, I kind of looked at the top range. So so I have been on at 190. That was one of mine. So we'll yeah. share that one. I looked at the top range and I I just like in the plus money numbers, the lock, the lock, I didn't really love. So I'm going, I'm going kind of ballsy with okay. these. Been on at 190, who you mentioned, and I'm going Bo Hostler at plus two fifty. Oh wow. Okay. As always, probably prefer our placement bets on BetMGM with no dead heat rules and paying out full for ties. But 
you definitely need to uh, need to shop those around. But so it's Hostler been on. Sam Burns are the locks. Who's your bomb at four to one or longer to finish in the top twenty? Well, I just mentioned it, and you know, I just I can't quit him. Sam Ryder plus five hundred on DK. I'll go with that. You know, I like the fact that he's just played here a lot. Um, has been right around the top twenty five a few times. So I'm I'm going to go with uh, Sam Ryder. Nice. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Jake Knapp. Who I just talked about sweet sweet. I want to try to track him down. I feel like Nap might be, you know, I, I kind of you know when when the new girls when the new yeah. girls show up every PGA mm-hmm. Tour season, I, I usually gravitate to the ones who hit it a you know a mile, um, and have a little swag, a little style to them, and I feel like he kind of does. He seems kind of like a TJ guy too. He does. We need we need to definitely. Uh, what if he's not? What if we go up and we start talking and he's just it's like, like a total yeah. disappointment? Yeah. <laughs> well, that can happen. Um, all right. Well, hopefully it doesn't. All right. I think that wraps up the golf, although we're probably going to talk some golf with Kenny. Let's bring him in. The founder of Moonshot, the Mooney Gang czar, the Mooney Gang god, my boy Kenny McAndrews. What's up, dude? What's going on, fellas? How we doing? Beautiful. Good to see you. Doing like, fantastic, uh, Kenny. Are you in a are you in a are you in a live after party right now? You look like you're uh the dude, lights and the We've got like uh, like fifty percent of the new studio set up. Oh, that's why I've got like you know my you can't really see the screen. But I, most of my like my my wall decor is on the ground right now. But I had to at least get the lights set up and make it look like I, I kind of know what I'm doing. Is your is your new studio a discotheque? Are the chain smokers there? Are yeah. they there? Are they at your house? Uh, they, they they are. Yeah, actually, I'm I'm doing a, a pod with them right after I wrap up with you guys. So let's make this quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kenny. I know I know you know we're bringing you on here because you're the you're the NFL god. But you're also a total golf addict and golf gambling junkie too. So I know you want to. I know you want to throw out some bombs, dude. I'll be. I'm more excited to talk golf than I am Super Bowl. I know like, you are. I know you are. It's, it's crazy. I'm. I'm. I'm like. I'm full in on golf mode now. I'm like excited for the NFL to be over so I can like really, really full send it. But I'm just. I'm having more fun betting golf. To tell you the truth. All right. Well, you know, I, I already kind of teased and talked about how uh, you know how. Together we joined forces, our discords, and we attacked the hell out of FanDuel round one last week. But oh yeah, uh, so that was fun. But talk about the waste management. I know you want to just start slinging names and getting thoughts. So hit us. All right, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go there. So look, we've seen a stretch of just absolute moonshots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just to start the year. Good for your brand for sure. If yeah. if there's a twenty where it's not going to happen, like I feel like we might see that c- correct this week just because of like the, the top of the board. I mean, like, you know, like you look at the, you know, the experience that Scheffler's had here. Um, like, I, I feel like it's, it's ripe for, for a little chalk, but, but. By the way, Scheffler was positive in putting for the event for the three rounds at Pebble this week. I know. I, I saw that. It's, it's pretty wild. No, but the, the, so, be bad. the good news is that waste management, like you can, you can suck at putting. Like yeah. I'm not even, like, I'm just, I'm completely disregarding putting for this. So, Look for the spirit of you know trying to find uh trying to find some bombs to keep that streak going. There's a market on Fanduel actually that I, I've kind of gone back and forth on, but I feel like for this tournament it's it's a it's a good way to approach this. They have a market where it's it's winner without Scheffler, JT, Homa, Xander, and like I, I don't want to I'm, I'm I do not want to fade Scotty Scheffler this week. I do not want to fade JT. Now I'm not going to bet Scheffler at plus three twenty, but I think for for like for the long shots that I'm going to fire out here. I'm going to take him at their standard outright price, but then I'm going to play him in this market as well. Just, hey, if they take second because Scheffler wins three in a row, you still get some juice. So I got I got two. Uh, the one the one guy, his odds have already gotten tanked 
pretty pretty good in the last last hour and a half uh, i might take a little bit of credit for that i can't say it was all me <laughs> but the the first bomb on the board man i think he will be relatively popular this week give me kevin you okay. oh, just talked about him yeah, yeah. all right yeah give me, i i love kevin you this week arizona state sun devil so yep. like i know th this course I, I believe it's like other than augusta national it's the course that where past performance correlates to to success like more than anywhere else other than augusta and Again, I don't think he's played in this tournament yet, so I don't necessarily love that. But again, he's an Arizona State guy. I know that he's played this course like 100 times. He's had success in desert golf. Uh, again, I think he's got two, he had two top sixes at, uh, at Amex and then at the Farmers. Ball striking, monster, and he can't putt for shit. Who cares? And really, like this, this time of the year, last year, he was starting to find his form. Then he got knee surgery, missed a chunk of the year, took a little bit to get back. And then really from the fall swing to today, He's, he's starting to get back to where he was last year. So I took Kevin Yu at 120 to one. I think he's down to 80. And then I also played that market winner without Scheffler, JT, Home, and Xander at 7,500. How does it work if there's a tie for second in that market on FanDuel? Like if, if Scheffler wins and then he and then he tie, and then then he he takes second, tie, or you know him and JT Poston or whatever tie for Do they third. just apply their regular dead heat rules to it? I, I believe the dead heat rules would apply, but I, I have to double check that. That's a good question. And and if I remember correctly, Fanduel's dead heat rules suck. I think they're that's the only thing you got to think about with that market. Let me see if they just have. Um, let me look really really quick if they have that stipulation here. They don't for all of their markets where dead heat comes into place. It's like they have big, the rules at the bottom, don't they? Big bold letters, dead heat yeah. rule applies. I yeah. don't see that here. Huh. So I, I think I think you get away with it. I think you fit, if yeah. you finish, you know, T three you know, tied with somebody behind one of the big four. I, I, my understanding is it would pay out in full. So I, I got that at 7,500. I'm not sure what that's down to, but uh, me, woo, woo, Kevin, you. All right. I like that. Oh, dude, you must have hammered it because now he's 55 to one in that same. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And big fans of him this year. I, I liked him last week at Pebble Beach. So yeah. All right. All right. Hit us with another one. Who else you got? I got one more. Um, look, I would be, I would be shocked to the core if, if if lightning struck twice for this guy in two months. I like what I'm seeing out of Grayson Murray. Grayson right? Murray. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely playing Grayson Murray this week, dude. He's He's been flushing it. Best ball striking he's had really, really in his career. He's coming off a win. Um, and I, I thought it was cool too. Like, you know, he went into the, he went into stats Sunday um, at the, at the Sony uh, tied, I think either with the lead or, or tied for first. And I just feel like that's a spot where a guy like Grayson, who just, he hasn't been there really at any point in his career, you kind of expected him to fall off a cliff and he didn't much need a birdie on 18 forced the playoff. And then, you know, hit that bomb putt to, to win it by his standards. He's got good course history here. I mean, even when he was playing the worst golf of his career, he always made the cut here. He's been the cut in three straight appearances. And again, he's a shit putter. That doesn't matter. So He's played, here, he's played here five times. He's never finished better than 36th, which he did the first time out. But I also think, like, with a guy like him who battled all the things that he battled and the, you know, God knows if he was sober during during those years, right? Yeah. Like, he talked about that. And the waste management is probably not the easiest place on the tour schedule for a guy like Grayson to, uh, like – walk up to his tea time in proper mental, physical, and, you know, emotional space, you know? I mean, it's easy to party out there in, in, in uh, the waste management. So, he's, like, he's getting back to his roots. It does feel like it's a good spot for his skill set, for sure. But I also thought Sony was not going to be a great spot for him, and he freaking won. So, um, I don't I don't hate it. What, what was his number? And Did you – is that the winner without 
I, I, did, I did both. So I did. He was. I got him at three fifty, three fifty to one Jeez. outright, and then the winner without is uh, is one seventy to one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, those those were those were my two bombs. Speaking, was, of- I, I was between them and uh, Kevin Stadler. I figured I would go with Grayson Murray. So. <laughs> Kevin Stadler. Speaking of uh, speaking of a place like in, like golfers avoiding the the temptations around them, and we're not going to turn this into a live conversation or a live show, but live is in Las Vegas this week during the Super Bowl. They're 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 moving up. Their first round is on Thursday, so it ends on Saturday before you know the Super Bowl stuff, but. I would for sure, if I'm handicapping live, which I don't think I'm going to get to do a show this week because me and Pat will be busy at waste management, but I'll put my picks, you know, a couple different places. But I would 100% pay attention to who you're betting at live while they're at the Super Bowl location in Vegas. Like that, can you imagine? Give me Caleb Surratt. Just keep, just keep firing. I saw. I know that's your dude. Point. No way you can bet that kid in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know he's 19, but still, there's there's no way. He looked hella impressive, though, yesterday. That kid is is very good. That four-putt, like, Matt, what would Matt Wolf have done had he four-putted from, like, four feet like he did? He would have, like, it would have, you know, I don't know, it would have done something. Like, that kid kept his head and then made eight birdies on that round was unreal. I, I I like Tony's little comment here. Yeah, like I would I would assume we're fading Phil in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, can you imagine Phil firing in Vegas this weekend of the Super Bowl? Phil- I would love for just a camera to just follow Phil around Vegas, that like most of the time, and just, especially when he walks into a casino, just to see what he does. What are the odds that Phil misses? You know his third round tea time because he's on a radio row on the McAfee show, or like he withdraws or something, and next thing you know he's on some show doing content about the Super Bowl. Or because he hasn't slept in 72 hours and he's playing Baccarat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what a what a time. All right, let's talk to Super Bowl since we're getting into that. Uh Kenny, you know, every year me and Pat like to do our our prop bets. We we usually talk through some some fun props we like. I think what some years have been better than others. Like, you know, like most years gambling. I think last year was a little bit of a down year for for me personally at least on the prop bets. I have six props that I like. I don't know if Pat has anything prepared. He's been gallivanting in Arizona already all weekend. Yeah, but I, I want to let you start, Kenny, and then I'll I'll kind of button it up because you you probably know what you're talking about, and I'm just an idiot throwing at weird props. But hit me. You're not an idiot. It's okay. Um, yeah, I'll say this, man. From from a prop betting standpoint, like the the playoffs in general, and then especially the Super Bowl, I I just the, it's far more difficult, I think, to bet on props in in this game than it is during the regular season. There's just there's just less of an edge everywhere. I feel like the the, the margins are just like razor thin. Like the, the books have these numbers down down to a science, and yeah, it's it's pretty rare to to find that you know that that long shot TD score. Like even like you know the third fourth wide receivers, I feel like their their TD prices are kind of nuked to oblivion. So it's you know like it's the same way we do it when, when we bet on golf. Like we we hate betting chalk, and for a touchdown scorers the NFL, I mean I I, I rarely do it, and. I, I kind of broke that exception in, in last year's Super Bowl. Um, it's probably the last really good NFL bet that I've hit. I've got it behind me here. I, we had we had Jalen Hurts touchdown, two touchdowns, three touchdowns mm. last Super Bowl. It definitely took the sting out of my Eagles loss uh, just just a little bit here. But um, <laughs> it's it's definitely it's definitely tough. So I've I've, I've got a, a list of just I would say some some simpler ones. Then we can maybe get into some of the fun stuff. But uh, to start, like I just. 
I think we're, I think it's going to be a uh, I think there's a good chance we see just the Christian McCaffrey masterclass. Um, mm, again, yeah. he's 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 gotten like around 20 carries last two games, and those both were in trailing game scripts uh, against Green Bay and then against Detroit. I think they're going to just rely on him as as heavily as humanly possible. The Chiefs have done a really good job this year of um, just essentially shutting down number one wide receivers. I mean, you, you look. I mean, they've just it's really hard for a number one guy to, to, to go off against this defense. They get really creative defensively. They have Bill off Sneed, uh, you know, probably, probably shadow Ayuk for a good portion of the game. So I just think it's going to be even more McCaffrey. And that's a lot to say, because we're already, you're already getting a lot of McCaffrey yeah. on a regular basis. So like to keep it simple, I just like his hundred plus rush yards. It's annoying. Like an hour ago, this was plus plus one fifty five on DraftKings. It's I think already down to plus one twenty two, but to keep it very simple, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be pretty heavy on Christian McCaffrey. Um, for like one other San Fran prop, again, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm not going anywhere near Brandon Ayuk. So the, the, the next rational pivot there would either be Debo or, uh, or Kittle. And I think the Kittle number is pretty generous, 47 and a half receiving yards on Fandle. So McCaffrey rush yards, Kittle receiving yards are the two on the San Fran side that, that I would start with. Uh, on the Kansas City side, it, it's, it's ugly, but Marquez Valdez-Scantling continues to play more and more snaps and run more routes than even he was running during the regular season. And just look, this Chiefs wide receiver core outside of Rasheed Rice, and again, I know Kelsey's not a, not a receiver, but their pass catchers have been just criminally unreliable this year. They led the NFL in drop passes. MVS was a big part of that. And he's dialed it in the last couple of weeks. Um, and his number is, is, is pretty generous. I mean, again, he's their deep ball guy. And that's probably the biggest weakness on on San Fran's defense is just receivers on the perimeter. Like they will they will give Mahomes looks to to, to throw the deep ball. And if you throw a deep ball, it's going to Marquez Valdez Scantling. So I like Valdez Scantling longest reception over 13 and a half receiving yards. Again, I think his receipt his standard receiving line is like 19 and a half. Uh, I'd rather play the longest reception at 13 and a half because there's a good chance he catches one ball and it's uh, and it's a long one. So I did that and then. Unfortunately, this is only on Bet365. It's so annoying. This is like my favorite market in the world, and I, I wish more books had it. But you can do alternate longest reception. So I Valdez Scantling, uh, longest reception over 30 plus yards, plus 375 on 365. I, I like a lot. Nice. Okay. All right. What about uh, your fun ones? Uh, McCaffrey to score the first TD and the last TD plus twenty two hundred. I think I think has, has, has some juice to it. I, 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 again, I don't know if I'm gonna I don't know if I'm gonna get there. But uh, again, if I'm gonna be on the McCaffrey train, I think that's that's a that's a fun way to really juice him up. Um, and then I just I just maxed out what you could do for an SGP on DraftKings. That was McCaffrey one hundred and twenty plus rush yards and two TDs at plus six seventy five. Again, that was plus eight fifty when I thought we were going live at ten. So shame, shame on you for kicking me to the back. <laughs> Well, we were waiting on Pat to wake up there in uh, in Arizona two hours. Yeah, there. yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Pat, do you have any bets prepared or, or no? I have one I wanted to ask about, and this is this is definitely kind of a I guess a, a little bit of a novelty prop. Well, not really. Um, if you think about these teams, and they both have really good defenses that are that are playing good, the first drive for either one to punt is plus money around plus one thirty. I feel like early on in the Super Bowl, too, you're kind of feeling each other out a little bit. You're not getting too, you know, too risky on your plays. What do you think either one on the plus money for a punt? Any any thoughts on that? Is that something you ever look at? I do sometimes. Um, I agree with you. It's it, these are two really, really, really good defenses. And just for the game itself, I mean, I I haven't played it yet, but I, I do lean the under. I think 
one, I think both teams are going to rely more on on the running game because just diff, you know just the, it it, yeah. it matches up better. But um, I I do lean under, and uh, if you're going to bet the under, I think you can just wait. I imagine the over will continue to get steamed up the closer we get to to the game. So if you're going to bet the under, I don't mind the the, the first drive punt looks. I would want to see what. Yeah, I'm like what, maybe what the combined odds are for like both teams to punt. If there's some juice there, I, yeah, I could be talked into it. My only reservation would be like the Chiefs have marched down the field their opening drive like three straight games. Like they it, really it, have been good with that. But that it, that's it, not. I mean, it is a trend lately, but it hasn't always been like that all year. So it, you know. it hasn't all year, but they 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 found something lately. And look, their the opening drive. It's usually like teams come in and they've got their first you know 15 plays you know scripted out, if you will. And Andy Reid's done a tremendous job of again, putting them in a great position early on. So I'd be a little worried about that just because, again, it seems like they've like their game plan at the beginning of games has been has been, has been lights out. I mean, so what happened last game, they marched down the field against Baltimore opening drive, did it again, second drive. And then to start the second half, I think they punted, they punted five, five straight drives. I don't know if Patrick Mahomes in his career has ever punted five drives in a row. So like their offense disappearing in the second half last week is definitely a little concerning. You got to credit Baltimore's great defense on that front, but like, it's it's weird. Like like I said, I lean I lean the under, but I, I'm a little worried about that opening that opening drive look, just because it seems like they've they've come out hot with a really really strong offensive game plan the last couple of games, and I, I don't know if I want to get too cute there. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have six bets, and they're all very. Most of them are very off the wall bets. I just I, I didn't even look at the normal props like that you covered, Kenny, because I knew you'd have that covered. I just went to weird stuff. Uh, I'll I'll start with the least weird and we'll move on. Um, both teams to score a rushing touchdown. These are all on DK Sportsbook because there was just more. Uh, there, at the time I was looking, there was more available. Both teams to score a rushing touchdown is plus one twenty-five. I already kind of had the same sentiment you you just mentioned about CMAC, and then you give me one more that could be Mahomes, could be I could totally see little little Mario Bro Pacheco chopping his feet into the end zone on a short one. Um, I, I can see that happening. So I, I, I like that one. I don't let mind me, that at all. All right, good. Let me let me give you a couple more of the regular ones that you tell me your thoughts. This is just, you know, it's five to one, okay? a At least one, just one. All you need is one fourth down converted from either team in the final two minutes. And I just think we're going to have a close game. You know, so I, I just, I don't know, five to one just felt like a good number to, to get one fourth down conversion. Hey, am I sorry? Am I still here? Yeah. Yeah. He was, yep. Now he's not. <laughs> now he's not here. Oh, what happened? Oh, he bailed. Um, we, we See, all, I started talking all the time. hated that. You know what happened is you said I got six prop bets and everybody <laughs> went, oh, I'm going to, I'm moving quickly. I'm going to move quickly. <laughs> okay. quickly. Uh, okay. He's back. Looks like he's back. <laughs> okay. Tony's, Tony's blaming me for this, by the way, Kenny. Pat, it, Pat just said you just hated that I had I had six bets and you were done. I, yeah, I, 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 you're good for one, and then I pulled the plug, man. That's all I can handle. <laughs> uh, okay, so the so the fourth down conversion thing, and then let, let me just give you this last one that's not so. And then I'm I'm going plus one forty five. No, that the last play of the game is a QB kneel. So what do you, what do you think of those three? My my both teams to score one rushing touchdown, the fourth down converted in the last two minutes, and no on the QB kneel. Oh man, uh -huh. they're all just random. I know you're like whatever. Yeah, like like the first one, the, the the second two obviously are just so 
they're just so game script dependent. Like essentially it's either like, yeah. I guess you're, you're, in, you're in the camp of like this, this game will be coming down to the wire, right? That's yeah. sort of like the, I don't mind the looks there. What I would, what I would want to do is I would want to sort of shop the market with that thought in mind. Like, okay, if the game is going to come down to the wire. Is there a, you know, a more efficient way to sort of play that game script? The fourth, the fourth down angle in the last two minutes that it was five to one. Yeah. Oh man, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think five to one is enough juice for me because it's like you, you, one, you, you need, you need it to be, you need it to be a, you know, a close game with one team driving, and you need them to get the fourth down, and then you yeah, need them to convert the fourth down. So at, at five to one, I like again, I don't, I don't hate the idea. I just feel like I, I, I feel like I need more juice there. Okay, now I realize I have I actually have two bets left. I only have five, not six. But I'm, I'm going to save the one I'm most confident in for last. Here's 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 one. This did you know that DraftKings has a Taylor Swift section of bets, a Swifty shocker, shocker. Oh they have goodness. a Swifty section, and I will say this is clever. There's like 15 bets, and the bets are named after her like songs and albums. And I am not a Taylor Swift fan whatsoever. What? So I'm not. This one is more of a. This is my hedge bet because. What I don't want to happen is I don't want Travis Kelsey to have this huge game. I don't want to see all the Taylor Swift BS the whole game. And I want the 49ers to win. So this is my hedge bet. It's the today was a fairy tale bet on DraftKings. Kelsey to score a touchdown and the Chiefs to win. Plus 240. If you're gonna bet the if you're gonna bet the Chiefs, I think that's a fine, that's a fine way right. to do it. Yeah. So it's, it's just my hedge because I don't want them to win. So if they don't win, I'm happy. If they win and this happens, which it probably will, then I, you know, I'm okay. Let me just manually build that real quick and just see so what what are you getting that at? Plus two forty. Yeah, it's like if you, if you build it on DraftKings, it's shittier. If you build it on another book, it's like plus two thirty. So you're getting yeah, getting getting a little bit of juice there. Um, yeah, if, if you're if you're on the Chiefs, I don't, I don't think I don't think it's a bad angle. Uh, I'll be honest, man. Like, like I don't like going into a game where I don't have a a heavy opinion on a side and in this game i just yeah i i, I don't i i can, I can really see it going either way like if like if you know satan rose from the ground and gave me a million bucks that i had to bet it like i i'd probably just bet chiefs i'd probably bet chiefs money line but i bet kevin you without winning at, uh, at 55 <laughs> yeah. without scotty scheffler and xander i would go satan i got one for you i'm gonna put all one million on grace and mary outright yeah <laughs> but yeah i think if, if, if i had to pick a side i I'd probably just go. I'd probably go Chiefs money line, but I don't. I don't think I can commit to it. It's. I just. It's weird, man. Like, I feel like just both teams. Like, there was just so much across the NFL. There was so much bad football this year. Like across the board, there was just a lot of bad like, football this yes. year, and there was a lot of bad football from the quote unquote great teams. Like I compare it to last year. Like, and I promise this isn't coming from like my Philly bias. Like, I feel like the Eagles team like the Eagles of last year's Super Bowl with that coaching staff and that roster I think would blow out both of these teams I think the Chiefs last year would blow out the Chiefs of this year or would blow out this Niners team like I, I just think like the like the the quality of the teams were just so much better last year and I just I see a lot of legitimate flaws on both of these teams and it just it's it's hard for me to really want to want to commit to a side I I just I I, I can't do it um again I, I the, hi there I'm I I'm recording. Sorry. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. <laughs> you like me to flop pillow? If you could come back in about 50, 20 minutes. Okay. I'll be 
<laughs> Would you like me to drag you off? I guess I could need this. But... <laughs> I'm skipping what kind of hotel is this? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I don't mind that at all. If you're gonna bet the Chiefs money line, if they win, uh, okay. Kelsey's, Kelsey's probably gonna get one. And again, I think he's he's you know Laporta just went nuts against this defense last week. I mean, it's the, the matchup's good. Kelsey's looking like the Hall of Famer that he was over the last couple of years that we didn't see for like 99 of the season, and he just he looks all the way back. I wish they had it on a U.S. book. I I, I don't even know if the, if the prices moved because I thought the odds were like so absurd. But there were some offshore books offering props on whether or not. Kelsey was going to propose on the field after oh, the game. Uh, Dude, the odds were ridiculous. Like Kelsey to Kelsey to propose on the field after the game was like plus two hundred. Like that's no, that's way. insane. That's insane. That is insane. And I think I think no, I think no was like you know like minus minus three hundred or something like that. I'm like, dude, like empty the clip on no. Like, that's the, that's the yeah. same odds as Scheffler to finish top twenty at the waste management. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's Holy crap. That's. Okay, I have one more, and it's my. I do this bet every year, Kenny, and I think I'm two for three. I think I'm two for three with this bet. It's the Gatorade color, okay? <laughs> and and I I just don't understand I, unless the books know something that we don't know. The favorite is purple, and now maybe that's because purple Gatorade is delicious. It's a plus two twenty five. And then and then the next favorite is yellow green, slash, yellow slash green. And then you have orange, blue, red, clear, and no Gatorade bath. Orange and red, to me, I think we fire on both of those. Orange is three to one. Just, red because, is, of the, just because of the team colors? And red is plus 350. Red has both team colors in it. See, I always go blue. As, as you know, blue. I'm a big blue fan. I know, but but uh, neither one of these teams have blue anywhere. Maybe it doesn't blue matter. Balls. They don't care. They maybe don't... maybe blue balls, but I don't. You think if Patrick Mahomes likes blue Gatorade, that they're still putting red in there because of the color? I don't know what happened to your throat. You're starting to sound like Patrick. Right. I got morning throat here. <laughs> <laughs> this is one where I I wish I knew what all these odds were like a week ago whenever this would have opened because if like if if purple's the favorite i would want to know what the purple line opened at because if it opened at like something crazier and then got steamed down i mean that means somebody knows some something. equipment manager like who's that means some, knows. we had we had a situation like that a couple of years back i can't say what super bowl or anything like that because i can't get anybody in trouble but like let's just say we knew somebody that knew somebody playing in the super bowl and like i knew a whole lot of people that obliterated gatorade color and made a lot of money off of. like that's one like you know if if you're seeing if you're seeing movement on something i mean somebody knows something it's like you know if the national anthem under you know gets steamed down by like five or six seconds that's there's don't there's not value in the over now like i mean somebody knows something and you yeah, get, yeah. get on the train or, or, or don't bother yeah yeah makes sense all right that was fun good deal kenny tell uh tell the people what what you got going on where they can find you all that good stuff Absolutely. Uh, at Kill Kenny on Twitter, K-I-I-L Kenny. Uh, and link to my Discord is, is in my Twitter bio. Uh, I'll be streaming on Twitch religiously now that we've got new studio set up here. So DB and Pat, obviously, will be in touch. I always said once I got settled here, I want to really hammer out the uh, the content schedule and really do as much as I can with you guys. Because, again, after after this Sunday, the number number one priority and there is the number two is is going to be golf and the more that i can do with you guys and, and pick your guys brain on stuff you know just the, the the better there's nobody else i would rather talk golf with so um thanks Aww. for having me on it's always a pleasure talking with you both 
I'm jealous as hell. Enjoy, enjoy waste management. Are you guys, are you guys going to like rush the gate and at least try to get some time on the 16th? Or are you going to be on the, on the content, content engine? Tuesday and Wednesday, we will be on the 16th. We'll be in the ropes. We, we don't have to mess around with that on Tuesday and Wednesday. On yeah. Thursday, there is very little chance that we are going to wake up early enough to want to go see that madness. Uh, we are doing some content with the PGA Tour on Thursday, so maybe they maybe they take us inside the ropes on 16 for that, but maybe they don't. Um, I'm sure I'm sure we'll have some time at 16, but it will not be. Like, what what Pat? What would you have to? Like, what would I have to give you, Pat, to take a camera phone with you on Thursday morning, wake up at 4 a.m., go stand in the cold at the gate with all those people, video, d document yourself doing the, the the waste management, you know, speed walk to the to the 16th and like mixing it up with the the, the regular folks, you know? You're up there in Sedona and your elitist, yeah. you know, dinners you had and all that. What, what would I have to give you? Like, truly, if I gave it to you, you'd say, okay, I'll do it. Here's here's what you'd have to do, because I know how this day is going to line up anyway. <laughs> all right. So you would have to just, I would do it first off. All right. Mm -hmm. And then I'd have, have to do all the things you want me to do with those people. Okay. Nothing against those people. I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> then I would want, then I would want to take a nap. And you have to do all the content that we might be required to do on Thursday, which was potentially our day off. And then I'll come back and meet you on 16 and I get to get after it and you can't complain at all. That's what I would do. Okay, we'll, we'll work on that arrangement. Yeah. Negotiations Kenny, listen, before we go, Kenny, um, yes, love Tony, you, on. you see it? What do you say? You, you don't even realize you did it, but this is exactly what I was talking <laughs> about last week. This is exactly what I was talking about last week when when – there's going to be a point of this trip where Pat literally gets seriously mad at me because of he's ready to be done and just wants to enjoy himself. And you Why just wouldn't you? I meant the waste management, right? I know, I know. I, I mean, I want to also, but we can do. You can do both. Like you can actually do both. Well, not really. Not you really. Saw the anger. You saw the anger in his eyes, didn't you? He he kind of switched to the DP's going to blah blah blah. In this hypothetical made-up scenario situation that you just presented him, DB, Pat, he even had the head shake in the <laughs> afternoon. I am going to take yeah. a nap, and you can record the rest of the stuff that we're supposed yeah. to <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see, see what happens. See, Luke, Luke Wharton uh, giving give me a hard time over my Delco accent. Uh, Luke, I'm going to remember that, my friend. And Chris, oh, yeah. we, got the, we, we got the new camera, baby. It just, you got it. You got it. work in progress. Ignore, ignore the chat. I have yeah, to have to do that, Kenny. But first off, chat. Kenny, uh, appreciate you coming on. Um, one of these days, especially if we're going to be doing more stuff, um, I'd like a, a better direct contact for you. Maybe, I mean, we don't have to, you know, like I message you on Discord and, and that's all. That's all the contact contact I have with you because DB holds everything in. He won't. He won't put me on any kind of messaging system that's maybe a phone or something with you. Um, so maybe this year, if we're doing some more golf stuff, you know, I, I don't have to DM you on uh, on Discord or something or whatever. So Pat, I will give you my fax number and we will be in touch, bro. Perfect. All right, a fast <laughs> mile. I'll send you a fast mile. A fast mile. Effect. <laughs> A facsimile. Here you go, Pat. You know what? I'm just gonna do this. I'm gonna do this for you. I just that text is for you, Pat. That's you and me and Kim. Oh, sweet. Yeah, especially this week. It's awesome, by the way, being in a legal state. I feel like yeah. it, it's like a whole new world's over. For, for uh, gambling or for weed? No, well, both, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right, Kenny, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We're going to have a great week. Uh, I'm going to go get on an airplane, go to Arizona, meet my boy Pat. Bend over your bookies, people. See you. Out.